0: scripture is found in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Let me set up the stage a little bit here. This is how you know something special is going on. This is I Love My Church Sunday. And I think many of y'all, This is you've told me that this is your favorite Sunday out of the year because we get to hear testimonies from people within the church, people just like y'all. Um, you're also probably afraid you live in horror of the day that I call you and ask you to give that testimony. But it's really not that bad. Um, I certainly want you to be supportive of those who have said yes to that call, okay? Um, so Steve and Kim, y'all want to come up first? They said that they would introduce themselves, but I will say they've been members of this church for a couple years, and um, you know Steve, because he plays every musical instrument known to man, and those that he doesn't know, he's learning.
2: There are many things I love about Bee Creek United Methodist Church, but we were told we only have five minutes, so I chose two, and then I wanted to share something with you that we really haven't ever told anyone, because we haven't really needed to tell anyone, Um, The first thing is when we um, started looking for a new church home, we were not looking for the candy-coated chicken noodle soup kind of Sunday. We were looking for a church where the pastors cared enough about us to tell us the truth. Um, The truth isn't always easy, and the truth isn't always comfortable, and you really do have to care about somebody to tell them the truth every Sunday, and Pastor Laura and Pastor Greg do that, and that's one of the things I love about this church. The second thing is, I don't think there's anything more precious to um, a mother than her children. And in the past couple of months, we have had a couple hard and scary things happen, and the church has been there. Um, our 23-year-old son got on a plane with a one-way ticket to Manhattan. Didn't know where he was going to live when he got off the plane. And that Sunday, we dropped him off. Um, I lifted him up in church with Pastor Suzanne. I was very anxious about it. <laughs> she very lovingly and humorously in the prayer time reminded me that, while not everyone agrees, God is in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that he will be there to watch over my son, even when I'm not It was a little thing, but it was what I needed that day. Our 17-year-old daughter, Carly, has been recently diagnosed with a pretty serious heart condition, actually multiple heart conditions, one very serious. And I also lifted her up that Sunday morning, and immediately after, I did not think the service had ended, someone was tapping me on my shoulder and talking to me about the prayer shawl ministry here and asking me if my daughter would like one. Well, she's a 17-year-old teenager. She may think that's completely stupid, but I will ask her if she wants one. She did, and it has brought her a lot of comfort. It's just something she can hang on to and remember that those people prayed for her before they even knew who that prayer shawl was going to. Um, We're also kind of dealing with a personal issue with her, and I had mentioned that in um, Bible study we started a few months ago. And the day after I mentioned that, one of the members um, emailed me and asked to have lunch. She said, I've gone through a lot of the same things with my daughter, and I just want to offer support and encouragement and prayer and discussion. And she didn't have to do that. It really meant a lot. Um, Pastor Laura told us, of course, that she would pray for Carly and her doctors, and I'm sure she did. But what I didn't expect was a handwritten note from her later that week outlining, The prayers that she had uh, lifted up and just continued encouragement. You know, helping a mom with their children, that's priceless. And that's one of the things I definitely love about this church. And the thing that we've never really shared with anyone, that no reason to particularly, is in 27 years of marriage, we've never really tithed. Um, We've always gone to church, been a Christian my whole life, but we just never made it a priority. And even before we became official members of Bee Creek, we decided to start tithing for the first time ever. Um, We write a way larger check to church than we ever have before, and we do it with joy. Um, Malachi 3.10 says that God will open up the floodgates of heaven to those who tithe. And more blessings will be poured out on you than you can even store up. And I'm thinking my little check for the floodgates of heaven, it seems like a pretty screaming deal.
3: So when we started looking for a a church home, one of the things that I was really looking for was something during the service. A service that kept me engaged, kept me focused, and kept me alert. And one of the things I love about this church is we get to bring coffee into the sanctuary. So I kind of have an acronym that I use uh, to come up with um, as to why we love this church. And, and I say it's a REC. It's an R-E-C. That means it's real, it's encouraging, and it's challenging. And real, and I was noticing on the very first uh, slide that's up here, it says, you know, real people. And that is, that is so important. No one is up, standing up here with a pretense that we're really better than anyone else. Everyone is here saying, look, we are flawed. We've got our demons. We might not tell you, but we'll tell you we've got them, and we're all just trying to get right with God and trying to walk with God. And that, that realness here is really what it's all about in the journey of getting close to God and staying in that peace. Encouraging. This is the thing that's been really amazing, and, and Elizabeth is someone I'll point out, because we expect certain levels of encouragement, but from our finance ministry. And what I really like about the encouraging factor is we're here, we're a part of the church, and Laura tells us all the time, let me tell you what you guys are doing that is great. Let me tell you, I was at this conference, and I told them how great you guys are. And the fact is, is we're constantly being encouraged. We realize, you know, depending on what anybody does here, you get to see the fruits of your labors. And that level of encouragement is really exciting here. And then they take that last piece, and they add to it a challenge. And that really came out when we were talking last, last time about... Uh, giving your prayers, your gifts, your service. And in the tithe card, saying, we're going to put down your hours of service. We're going to challenge you, and we're going to track it. And not not in an ugly way to hold you against it, but to go, look what you people are doing. Look at how important, because a lot of times I don't think we realize what the value of our service is and the unseen value, because there's a lot of people doing a lot of things that none of us know about. But the fact is you're doing it. And you're encouraged to do it, you're challenged to do it, and we're all real people trying to make a difference in in the lives of other people according to God's will. And that's what I love about this church.
1: Steve said he's going to get his coffee. I think we'll let him. I love it. When we have district meetings, everybody stands outside with their coffee. I'm like, no, really, you can bring that in here. It's okay. We're we're cool with that. Do it. Um, Rachel, are you ready to come up and share your story? Everybody. And Rachel said she'd introduce herself, so will you all give her a hand?
4: My name is Rachel Luper, and I'm eight in the third grade at West Cypress Hills. And, yeah. Um... About a year ago, me and my family moved from Indiana to Texas, and I was a little scared because we were living everything we knew, like my friends and my school and my church. So we prayed that we could make Texas our home, and God made it our home. And now we have a lot of friends here at Bee Creek and at my school. And and we looked for a church, and God f- led us to Bee Creek. And we um, stayed here for a couple of Sundays, then we tried a different church. My cousins went there, and even if we were going to have more time with them and see them more often, God led us back to Bee Creek because I felt more at home there. Um, And um, the Sunday school really teaches me a lot about the Bible. And I have a lot of friends here. And I really liked the Easter Sunday where we sat outside. Even if it was a little cold and rainy, (laughs) (laughs) I felt closer to God outside. And I liked the back-to-school party because the bubble machine kept your, you cool because it was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a lot of summer camps here and I'm in a lot of after school activities here too. And I want to thank Miss Kim because she's a special person in my life. She encourages me to be myself when I'm not being myself (laughs) and I like that this church gives kids like me opportunities to talk up here in front of the whole church um me and my mom found this quote that we thought would be perfect for our church the mark of an effective church is not how many people come but how many live differently as a result of having been there. And I thought this was perfect for our church because even if our church is a little small, I feel like when I walk out this door, my life is different because of this church. Thank you.
1: oh my gosh, curses, now you have to follow Rachel. <laughs> so, Rachel, I'm saying that because you just like knocked it out of the park and the adults don't want to follow you. <laughs> she, to follow. she is. Um, y'all, y'all got this. The, y'all know the curses. Um, one of the things I love is sometimes you see Cody with a little kid ushering, right? And we just all love that. Y'all have been members for a couple of years officially. Um, so we're excited to hear your story too
5: we're excited to tell it. I was sitting over there during worship and I was like, oh, do I feel nervous? And I was like, no, I feel
0: excited. Uh, I feel nervous, by the way.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm the storyteller here. <laughs> so Pastor Laura asked if we would share our story this morning um, about how our relationship with God has been strengthened by being members of this church, and. And it's been wonderful to to get to know each and every single one of you through your story and and your fellowship, and we're really honored to be able to share our story with you this morning. Um, Really, before I talk about how much we love our church, I want to kind of back up and talk about how we got here, because I really feel like how we got here is our story. Um, And it started, Cody and I used to live in North Austin when we were dating, and our story really started the night he proposed to me. It was a great proposal. He did a good job. Uh-oh. <laughs> but we were so excited. We were so excited to get married. And and this might not surprise some of you who know me well, but like the ring wasn't on my finger, but maybe an hour before I was like looking up wedding venues and
0: making lists. Making
5: lists. And um I was excited. And so I had of course my top five list of, of what wedding venues we wanted to l- get married at. And God had other plans for us, because not only were those five venues not available, but anything in Austin for April of 2011 was not available. So we had to expand our search a little bit, and we ended up uh, having our, our wedding at the reserve on Lake Travis, and many of you might be members there. Um, And so it was beautiful, and when we were planning our wedding, we were, we were coming out this way, and um, we thought... Gosh, this area is so beautiful, but you know we would never live out here. We'll just get married out here. And I was like, it's so far out here. (laughs) Um, But the wedding was wonderful, and and I remember passing this church when we were driving back and forth to you know the reserve. And so after the wedding, we kind of moved on with our life, and we got on with it. And the first year of our marriage was tough. It was y'all. It was tough. The first couple of years, in fact, Cody and I joke now about if we can get through that year, we can get through anything and it was it was a test of our of our relationship um, it, it probably started about a month after we got married cody 's dad came down with cancer for the second time, and after we got the official diagnosis from the doctors, he lived
0: it was four days
5: four days he lived four days after we understood what what was going on. And so, you know, we're, we're newly married, we're dealing with, um, you know, the emotional loss of Cody's dad, and then on top of that, you know, Cody was having some issues with his career too, some regulation changes, he's a real estate appraiser, and he was working very hard to um, get his license and, and to get that kind of nailed down, and, and it, it was a time of uncertainty. Yes. So very we had much. emotional strain, and we had financial strain, and we had this uncertainty going on, and... You know, if that wasn't enough, um, we also lost three grandparents, and we had a miscarriage. That Y'all, that is a lot of struggle and hardship for, for a young six couple. six months. For a, yeah, for a young couple starting out. And um, through all of it, we felt God's presence with us. We felt like he was there with us. Um, but I also felt through my prayers that he was calling us to somewhere different, that I felt like he was telling us, you're not where I need you. And even more than that, I felt like he needed us to find a church. And this was also kind of a hard spot for Cody and I as well, because Cody grew up going to church every Sunday, but he... Um
0: Did not like my church. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up very Southern Baptist, very, I mean, hardcore. When you walked in, you felt judged your church. And there was a lot thing. of hurt there. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of hurt there.
5: Sorry, you have a string. My oh, sorry. Um <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> All I can see is a string. <laughs> um, so needless to say there were there was a lot sorry. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of hurt there and and it was a struggle because he felt, he was very adamant during this time that he said, I don't want to join a church. I don't want to be part of a church. Um, and I kept feeling the pull the other way. And so, you know, I did what I knew how to do, and I prayed about it. And I I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and, and I got irritated at God. Did y'all know it's okay to say that? I got irritated at God because I was praying. Um, and we kind of, through the prayers, we we went on with our life, and we eventually decided to put our house on the market in North Austin and look for somewhere else to live. And um, we ended up putting an offer in on a house in South Austin. Praise God, it fell through. Something was wrong with the septic system. Um, so again, we expanded our search, and we found a little house up on a cove of Lake Travis uh, that was bone dry at the time. And We moved into it, and very soon we met our new neighbors, which was Scott and Martha Calhoun. And uh, we found out that Martha was the children's director at a little church up the street. And somehow, even as adamant as Cody was, we found ourselves um, here one Sunday. And we sat right over there where the girl keys are. And my husband, in his jeans and his chucks, listened to Pastor Laura in her jeans and her chucks (laughs) preach a sermon, and it moved us. And we have no idea what it was about, but it was moving. (laughs) We loved it. And... And it changed us, and we felt so warm and welcomed by every single one of you. And I'll never forget it, because it was right out in front of Cabin 3 that we walked out of the sanctuary, and we got right out there in the parking lot, and that's where God answered my prayers. Because Cody took my hand, and he looked at me, and he said, I want to join this church after one service here the man that was so adamant about i don't want to be a part of that wants to be a part of this he wants to be a part of you guys and we are forever grateful for that and god put us exactly where he needs us and he needs us here with you guys and we are blessed beyond measure we have found a place to raise our boys we have found lifelong friends um We've practically infiltrated the Thompson family. They used to be able to sit together as a family, and now it's like thompson Kirsch, thompson Kirsch. We're like, here, hold our kids. Um, And they're Papa and JJ to our kids now. And we love every single one of you, and we're so blessed to have found you, and it has touched our lives, and it has answered our prayers.
0: I just wanted to say that... uh basically what Becca just said. We love y'all guys so much. Um, Y'all brought so much joy into our life. Um, One of the great pleasures that I get from coming to this church is walking out those doors and those doors right there every Sunday with joy in my heart. I feel like I need tubes coming off me so I can stick them into other people, you know? I mean, a couple of weeks ago, literally, I left here on such a high. I think I saw Brad and And his wife going out the door, and I was just like, guys, I need something to put something into someone else so I can give them some of this. But um, another thing that I really love about our church is just the fact that I've got two little boys, and I've got my beautiful wife here. And I know that if something happened to me, y'all guys are here. I've got grandpas. I've got fathers. I've got mother figures. I've got little kids to play with my boys so they can be raised in a community that— I've never even fathomed that I would be a part of because of the way that I was brought up in church. And I was very hurt growing up with my church. And that's one of the main things that, that I take to my heart is, is being judgmental towards other people. And uh, this church is the most unjudgmental place you could probably ever walk into. And um, once again, we're just so great Full to have y'all in our lives and in our hearts. And if y'all ever need anything, we are here for y'all guys as well. We love y'all.
5: Thank you so much for listening to our story.
1: I know the best part of this is I know each of y'all, if you got up here, you have a story to share. And I'm so thankful for for the our speakers today who were brave enough to share your story because it blessed us. It really, really blessed us. And it encourages us to keep doing more of what we're doing because it matters in people's lives. Uh, so let's thank God in prayer. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we do thank you um, just for the blessing of our community and for how it changes lives. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to be knowledgeable when people come in that this may be the first time that they've given you a chance, Lord, and help us to reach out in love to them uh, so that they could feel through us the joy that is in you for each and every person on this earth. Um, Help us, Lord, as we continue to strive to give our all in our worship and our service and our giving um, and in sharing our stories, help us to, to find those chances to do that. And may the world continue to be transformed to be more like the kingdom of God every day.